0: Over. game six rapid reaction pod Sup, playboy happy friday morning bray keenan upper and i are up early like some radio shock jocks let's give you the rapid reaction all of our canadian listeners shouts to you your raptors are world champions you'd have been a great shock jock michael thank you you're very welcome quick with the sound effects
1: how are you, buddy? I'm great, man. The roadcaster's lit up. It's, it's uh, the oh, it's NBA season's over. Life's good. It's but, a sad you know, day. Sad day, s- somber day, but there's some excitement here. we got things to talk about.
0: God, what, I'm just thinking what a nut crush it would be if you were a Warriors fan. One, your season ends. Two, perhaps the end of your dynasty. We'll talk about that. Three, Clay has what is now known as a, a torn ACL. And, uh, just a, a demoralizing loss. Like you, you watch those dudes after the game, they look like they were at a funeral. Like maybe for the last were. two
1: to three years, there is only like death taxes in the golden state warriors. Yes.
0: And that ended. Well, and the only warriors emotion I always felt like was just like sheer joy. Like these dudes watching them play, being a fan of this team, watching Steph shimmy hit threes. Like this isn't a team that's gone through a lot of adversity and to see, uh, the way it's come crashing down the last two games is kind of crazy, uh, but let's uh, before we get into it, let's uh, let's talk quickly about Mind of Micah, Mind of Micah. This week on the Mind of Micah feed, we've got a uh, three podcast. That's uh, how much we love you. That's good. A little taste of how was your weekend with Bush and friends returns with uh, the ever present Rob Fox. Ever-present, huh? Yeah, ever-present's the wrong word. I haven't been on a podcast with Rob Fox in like three years, but he was back with Bush and I. Uh, we also had a little taste of the Buttercut, the U.S. Open preview. I know it's Friday. The first day is over. Uh, we're not going to talk about it today, but uh, if you want to hear everything you need to know about the United States Open, just check out the Buttercut on, uh, on, this, on this podcast feed. It was like three podcasts ago. Brad and Peter the Irish guy broke it down, and uh, also... There was another episode I did. Uh, I did a new episode of Micah's Read of the Week about esports, and uh, spoiler alert: I think it's bullshit. <laughs> uh, you think that nerdy stuff's bullshit? Shocking. Right. Yes, nerds. I need to get a nerd button on here, uh, mm-hmm. Brad. Do you want to spend one minute talking about uh, the day one of the U.S. Open before we begin into? No, hoops? let's let's save that. We'll I'll get to that. At the end of the week, let's let's okay. uh, let's well, run we'll get into a full the NBA. recap. We'll get a full buttercut recap yeah. after after the tournament. That's right. Check it out if you want to know everything you need to know. There's still some good insights there after day one.
1: My boy, though, I did take Just,
0: Justin Rose, and he's leading the tournament. So I there feel you go. Good. See yeah. if you would have listened and put your money down, you'd be in a good spot you, right now. You might be, but who knows? After day one, who knows? The 365 Things Austin podcast. Here's our last promote promotion for today. Uh, you should check it out. It's live. If you're looking for the best things to do in Austin every week, uh, subscribe to the 365 Things Austin podcast. Plus, we have a new podcast coming Monday, which is the best happy hours in Austin. And if you're interested in the in, downtown that, area, yeah, yeah. in the downtown area, you should definitely check that out. Uh, we also were featured on uh, the local news here. KVU. Felt good. My house was on the news. This like yeah. they were recording in my, our living room. Yeah, in, in, our, in our studio here. Uh, well, fantastic. In our podcast layer. Last night was the best game of, of the finals. You think Make, so? Yes, absolutely. There were fourteen lead changes in the first half.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was crazy. This game was back and forth. I don't know what the, the biggest lead was. Uh, the big stories here, of course, like the series being over, and right. and Clay, you know, Clay's injury and all that stuff. But if you just took this game, Game Six, as you know, at face value. This was a tremendously exciting game. Yeah. It was high scoring. Both teams shot well. The the Warriors came out like a house of fire, got up like 11 to 3 to start. It's just it was it was tremendous basketball last night.
1: And it was I think it was primarily the Golden State Warriors success was almost entirely on the back of Klay Thompson. I think they said that he, like, on, what did did he score? He scored 30 points on 12 shots. He scored two and a half points per time he made a basket, which is incredible efficiency considering most, like, two versus three, you get it. But, yeah, I mean, mean, that clay injury at the very end, what are they, like, that's pretty much as devastating as it gets. Like it takes all the wind out of your sails. It's your most efficient best score. Steph was actually like really struggling throughout the game. He went six for 11 at the end of the, at the end of the night, three for 11 from three. Um, clay, incredible 10 for 10 from the free throw line and including the last two with a torn ACL. So, you know, on top of that, go still going down this warriors list. Draymond green has the most Draymond green game of all time. Uh, 18 or sorry, 19 rebounds, 13 assists, eleven points and eight turnovers, four Jesus. personal fouls, three steals. He filled the fucking stat sheet. Jesus. I mean
0: eight turnovers and four I mean four personal fouls. Yeah. Dre also made some big mistakes. Do you down get the a per
1: do you get the foul assessed to you personally if you call a timeout and they give you a technical? Because no. he's the one who called the timeout at NBA, the end of the game.
0: NBA techs do not count as personal fouls. I was
1: interested in that just in
0: case the They do in college. Right. So if you get a if you get teed up, you that counts as a personal.
1: Cuz I mean if Draymond had gotten another tech and they had won that game, he would have been suspended for game 7 and so that's why I was curious at the very end of the game oh, when he called the timeout. Yeah. Cuz like I was like well does that mean he's done or and it turns out didn't matter, but huh. no, he didn't. Wow, that would have been that would have been some what shocking, a crazy shit, right?
0: thing that would have been if this was game. Yeah, I guess it was game six. But if they would have somehow won the game and gone back to, and Dre would have been suspended because he had called a, a desperation timeout. It had
1: been Clay. Or I'm sorry, it would have been Steph, and then like fifteen dudes you've never heard of, and like one guy with a torn chest bone or whatever yeah. Looney's got.
0: Should we talk about the anticlimactic ending of this game? Yes. Where they call a foul, and I mean, I guess it it was a foul, but it, it, like, just let the game end. the game The game's over at that point. There was like one, there was like point eight seconds right. left, and let let the team celebrate, and then they go review it for like five minutes. Hey, did you see Kawhi? He was like, count it, count yeah, Kawhi, it. <laughs> and Kawhi was right. They showed the replay. He was definitely in the act of shooting, right? Although I guess they called it the the ball was on the floor or something. But my my fiance sitting next to me, he's like, what. This is why. Why aren't they letting them celebrate? Like, what? How long is this going to take? And I was like, I, I don't know. I agree. Just let the game's over. They but just
1: wanted the season to last as long as possible.
0: And and in, when it ended, it was sort of anticlimactic. Yeah, you didn't get a big giant celebration because they were sitting there during a four minute commercial, or you know, during a four minute review. Just like, well, I guess we're champions now. But, well, not to mention they're led by like the biggest wet blanket of all time. Well, of course. But yeah, that first half and was, Kawhi is what I'm know, talking about. To, to the actual game Lowry came out incredible for me it now obviously you have a championship you have clay's injury so the headline isn't Kyle Lowry has powers his team to the win but Kyle Lowry played amazing last night he had uh 21 in the first half uh he and, went and four for seven from three, and he had to jack that halftime three up like with a dude in his
1: face. So, like that was, was like really a very contested. Really, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: he was killing it. He came out on fire, really set the the pace. He's a plus sixteen, and, you know, which like is way the, better than everybody. In else the first, first half, like he was the guy, and and Kawhi just sort of like took a back seat to him. And then you look down, and you're like, man, I don't think Kawhi's done anything. You look down, and he's like got 18 points at the end of the you know at the end of the third quarter. Like, how did this happen? And That's what the great players do. Clay also had 18 in the first half. Clay was so he came cr- out incredible. trying to save the, save the squad. Cool. Yeah, Kawhi struggled I from three, too.
1: man. Yeah, that was his one. Like, he really had a hard time from three. Um, his free throws are good as always. Four personal fouls makes him, you know, he, it always kind of limits your ability to defend when you have, like, foul trouble. Did yeah. you hear me tell you uh, Lowry was a plus 16? It's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. What was Kawhi last night? Minus two, negative two, whatever huh. this is. However you read that.
0: What was uh, what was Steph? Steph was a negative one, minus one. Wow, what a game! Yeah. Uh, so what's it mean? The Raptors are champions of the of the NBA. I guess I shouldn't say champions of the world. You know they the are Spur, too. The Spurs are real weird about this. They, Why? They're like, well, we're not champions of the world. We're not the Olympic champions. We're not the basketball champions. We're just champions of the NBA. Which is the best league in the world. Right. And most teams put up banners that say world champions. The Spurs, if you ever look, they only say NBA champions. they got too
1: many international players on that roster. Yeah,
0: they, they don't want to discount international basketball. I, I don't know what the Raptors' M.O. on this is, uh, but whatever. They're champions. That'd be
1: awesome if it was a recruiting tactic so that whenever they go over there, they've got extra credibility with it good
0: recruits Man, I coming think the out of Spurs europe claim that uh but shouts to the raptors we'll see what they put on their banner uh, uh let's be let's be clear the trade for Kawhi was worth it let's be clear even if he walks tomorrow and and let before we do that i do not want to talk about free agency today brad you do not and it's stressing me out it's quite interesting i know it is but let's can we talk about that monday yes let's give it the weekend to talk about the raptors you
1: want to be hungover for this conversation I, sure. I'm going to be on Monday probably. Okay,
0: yeah. we'll we'll talk about it Monday, and we'll we'll let everybody else talk about. It. But like, I just wish ESPN would wait. Like, let's wait till Monday. Although the draft is next Thursday. Yeah, which is interesting. You're getting a a phone call here. So, anyways, anyways so they're the champions, and a uh, ton of credit. Okay, let's not talk free agency, they, but let's
1: it, do talk these two teams specifically. What happens here after the end of the no.
0: You're not I refuse, talking about let's any Let's talk of about it. the game and the champions, Brad. Okay. I refuse okay. to talk about next season. You got it. Because there's two... We don't even really know I'm not talking now. about next season. I'm talking about this summer. We don't even know... No, we're not even talking about that. God damn it, Brad. God damn it. I'm so angry at you right now. Blast something. Yeah, that's how mad I am. It's, I wish I had like an actual like machine gun sound effect. Okay, I will lay off until Monday. Not today. We're just talking, talking last night. And Monday we will get into all of the offseason. But the reality is we don't even really know the extent of Clay's injury. We don't. I mean, Katie had in surgery yesterday, but we don't. I mean, really he's got know. a torn left ACL. Yeah. We know the extent. Okay. Well, we don't. Uh, but we don't know. Okay. Shut up. God damn it! You're you're, you're so you're grouchy me. this morning. I'm really grouchy. Mike is no
1: good p- at doing anything at eight a.m. I guess. I guess.
0: Uh, I hope this is good. Anyway, the you know, <laughs> Ujiri also got uh, Pau Gasol mid-season. Or Marc Gasol. Gasol. Damn, I am out of my mind. Marc Gasol right
1: had a shitty game.
0: He didn't play well, but he did help this team, and it was a oh, great absolutely. Trade, And you have to give him a lot of credit. He
1: really gave the team a, a passing identity. Like he was kind of came in there and like just really opened up the flow of the game for them when he was in the game. Like from that centered position in the court. Yeah. Um. Just because he had a bad game, this this he worked as game. a good
0: compliment for. Uh, Serge Ibaka, who played great last night, too. Serge really played great. And Bam lead also. Serge still has some bounce, man. He was just... It felt like in the first half, he just catch balls two feet from the rim and just dunk or make layups. Um, He's a beast. Back to to, um, Ujiri. Uh, Per Woj, the Wizards are preparing to offer uh, Masai Ujiri a deal that could approach $10 million a year and And deliver him the opportunity for ownership equity. League sources tell uh, Woj, and he's currently the the general manager, right, of the Raptors, or is yes, he? Yeah, he's yeah. the general manager. Uh, he's the president of basketball operations. That's right. I'd like to make an announcement about our company. I told Brad this before we went on the air, and he got real nervous. Um, I too would like to offer ownership equity to Masai Ujiri. Uh, and the I, Mwbk? Yes, we we will now be Ujiri Media. Okay, he can work remotely. You think he can get us some international talent? I think he probably can. Let's get some French fuckers on this thing. Yeah. Uh, we got the, he's got the pipeline to Africa. That's uh, right. And this is our chance. So, you jerry Media, this is the, we're offering this to you, Masai. Anything you want. You name your terms. Uh I think that we have just about as good a chance to sign him as our new uh, president of podcasting operations as the Washington Wizards You do. do. If you're Toronto, you open the bank and you pay this guy, why would you go to the Wizards? The Wizards are one of the worst basketball situations in all of the NBA. I, see, I would argue with you, but I'm not allowed to talk about what's going to happen to the Raptors.
1: So we, we can just skip that. I mean, no unless problem. you know that Kawhi's leaving. That's right. If you know that Kawhi's leaving, they blow that team up and it goes down to ground zero. But if he stays, obviously you keep it intact and strengthen the but roster. But
0: you know ownership's got to pay him. He's, he's got to save... Oh my God, Ralph's got several pairs of socks.
1: No, it's a towel.
0: Oh, it's a towel. Okay. Anyway, I, I, I just don't see it. I don't know why you leave Toronto. A good situation where ownership's been uh, been strong. You've got good pieces in place. Even if Kawhi leaves, you should be able to. You'll have a max slot. It just doesn't make any sense to go to the Wizards. The Wizards are a goddamn nightmare. But we're not going to talk about that. Okay. So let's move on. Uh, here's the next question, Brad the warriors five straight years in the finals. Cat, okay. is this the end? How do you mean by that? Like is this the last time we're going to see th- Is this the end of this dynasty? Well, or I mean, whatever you want to call it. This this run. Are I mean is this is this are the warriors done? Are we ever going to see the warriors in the championship or uh, again? Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, but like I said, we're going to have to talk about what happens over the summer and goes into next year. What are they going to do if KD leaves and what are they going to replace him with? How long is Clay going to be out with an ACL tear? Probably mid till like December or January. There's a lot of things. They could go into the playoffs being like an eight seed next year. The following year, they may be full strength again with the, three, the
0: core of their three and they've replaced whatever I know has we're, left. I you know? said we can't talk about next season. I know, but you keep cucking me. You know what? If for the Warriors next season, if they don't sign KD then that's a big-money guy they could bring in to help, help them. They might be better off in the short term without Kevin Durant. Or maybe they get three guys who are mid-level and they help complement the three they already got. Yeah, well, the two and a half at this point with, right. uh, with Clay's Clay. injury. Uh, here's a, uh, a quote from uh, Draymond. I think everybody thinks it's kind of the end for us, but that's just not smart. We're not done yet. We lost this year. Clearly just wasn't our best year. But that's not, or that's how the cookie crumbles sometimes. But yeah, I hear a lot of that noise and seeing the run and all that jazz. I don't see it happening though. We'll be back. He see now it's fun to root for the Warriors again because there's some
1: adversity. Finally, there's a lot of adversity right now. It's funny, like you look back at it and the two championships that they lost during their big run. Really, they had to either be decimated by injury or totally shit the to bed for those two things to have happened. Like. Well, the really, 3-1 it's a failure to that is you know, just as bad as it gets. The and then, what are you supposed to do? Like every single player on your team goes out with like a devastating injury. So, like that part you can't help. But really, that one that they lost where where they were up three one, like that's kind of inexcusable. So, like I don't know. There's kind of two ways to look at this. Where they're so good that yes, they won all. They won back to back. They did all stuff. They've been in a championship for five straight years. But at that same token, like. The two that they didn't win, you look back and you're like, damn, that's that was like a foregone conclusion. You were going to win that. Like, that's that's tough, man. So, like, I didn't expect to have that perspective looking back at the Warriors after a five-year run. But it's just kind of something that marks it. Like, there's a couple of, of missed opportunities in there. So, it is what it is. This year, though, was just tragedy riddled, really. Like, th- there's no other way to really put it. Yeah. And, I mean, both of those guys who had, you know, season-ending injuries, they started with something that was a minor injury, and they rushed back, and that, I mean, it leaves your body at risk, and that's kind of just how this works. So, I don't know.
0: No doubt. Well, the other thing that we've got to talk about is Kawhi. And you really, I think maybe history will remember this as the series where the Warriors just broke down and fell apart. Right, but it shouldn't. But they shouldn't because Kawhi was dominant this entire series and the enti- and more importantly for me the entire playoff. That's run. the most important thing. I Leonard, think he was like the third. I think he scored the
1: third most points in playoff history. Yes, something and like that.
0: That's I believe it is third and was behind like Mike and uh, LeBron.
1: Yeah, and he did that all
0: the while guarding the best player on the other team one hundred percent of the time. Hundred percent of the time. Here, here's some other. Yeah, go notes ahead. Go ahead, Kawhi. He led the entire playoffs, every player in the playoffs, in points, rebounds, and steals. He's the first player to lead. He led every player in rebounds? Yes. That's incredible. Points, rebounds, and steals. He's the first player to lead in all three of those categories since Larry Bird in 1984. Jesus. He averaged 28.5 points per game in the series on 43% shooting. Yeah, his percentages were crazy. As he always is. And he probably had his la- his worst or his least impact uh, last night. He only had twenty two and six. Here's the other thing that's amazing: five years ago, he won the MVP when the the Spurs slayed the Heatles, <laughs> and he became last night the first player to win the Finals MVP in both conferences. The first time he won the Finals MVP in 2014, he only averaged seventeen points and six rebounds. And he won the the honor because uh, largely for his defense on LeBron. Uh, I was about to say, is it just like a one game deal or like how did he? I guess that would well, I mean, that would he guarded you. LeBron all yeah, series, yeah. and and they won. And so to think that this dude has come five years later is averaging twenty eight and a half points from seventeen, and still playing the best defense in basketball is amazing. This guy is on another level, and he deserves all of the credit throughout the playoffs. Now, to be fair with all the stats, I mean they played. Five games in the first round, seven, seven, six or whatever. So he played a lot of basketball games. Yeah. but but I mean, you have to stay healthy through all that. Like, that's seven, part six. of the appeal. There is that, like obviously,
1: the more you play, the more injury possibility there that's is. True. And, and he stayed. And he was banged up, it, and it, it, it didn't changed. matter. He just played great. Yeah. So he went. He went thirty-seven point nine percent from three. So basically thirty-eight percent, forty-nine percent field goal, eighty-eight point four from free throw. Like across
0: the board, he never he never missed a meaningful. Like I, I don't believe he missed a free throw it, in the fourth quarter. Uh, he's fantastic. He's he's automatic too. I mean, he's a robot. I am robot. I am Kawhi. thirty point
1: five points per game in the in the postseason. Damn. Nine rebounds. He's just a freak, man. He's really great. Um, consistently
0: great too, which is which is always the thing.
1: It'll be such a damn shame if he leaves. Like it'll be it'll be interesting to see wherever he goes if it's at the Clippers or whatever it may be. But like. What if this is like the the crowning achievement of his career? What if he never gets back to which I mean how do you eclipse this? Like you're hitting like game winners that bounce four times on a rim to go overcome Philly like all of these An different unbelievable things. Run. So he oh, and true. and you look back at it in the history books and you're like, "Oh, he was like a, you know, whatever, one of the top players in the league for 5 or 6 years, but his best year was in a Toronto Raptors jersey and he never did that again." Like that just kind of looks strange, you know what I mean? You, we haven't ever seen something like that where, like, you just come, you're rented totally for 10 months or whatever, and then you're gone, and, and that's that's a crowning achievement of your career. It, it would just be strange. Um, and I don't know, man. The Raptors were just so perfectly suited to have one person come and be plugged in and be like that alpha, not scared in the big moment, kind of take the load on their shoulders. And they were they're poised. They had the, an incredible roster behind them. They just needed somebody to take them to the next threshold and – and uh, Kawhi fit in perfectly for that. And, I mean, you look back at, like, when they got Kawhi. Boston was, like, they didn't want to trade. I think it was Jalen Brown and the, the the Sacramento Kings pick because they thought Oops. Sacramento was going to be bad this year, and they ended up being good, so it turned out to be the 14th pick in the draft. They could have, I mean, this could easily be Boston winning right now if they had had Kawhi with all the rest of those dudes. Like, oh, maybe not if, if Kyrie lights the locker room on fire. Who knows?
0: Well. No. Maybe maybe they could have existed for one
1: year. Right. I mean, it's it looks like Kawhi barely talks, so like it's pretty hard for
0: him to piss you off. Anyway. Yeah, no, you're right, though. It is one of the craziest things ever um, if he walks away. And it's it's unprecedented in basketball, and I would assume if somebody can give us an example of this, something like this happening in any sport, I'd love to hear it. 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. Um, it's also, like, we should know. also address how big of a
1: risk it was for Nusa- 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 How do you say his name? Usai. Usai or, Nujiri. Yeah. Masai Nujiri. Masai. It, the risk, the gamble he took. Like, this well, could have blown smaller- up in his face so many more times than it could have not. Like, and it just so happened to work out. Like, this could have been a terrible, terrible move that... Kawhi leaves they
0: lose I mean, they don't they, even make it out of the first round had to like they go who to knows? overtime to win game 3 against Milwaukee. Right. If they lose that and go down 0-3 then this thing blows up and they get swept again like they the Raptors always seem to do like and his ass is out. He's catching a lot of he's catching a lot of heat. Yes. If if that shot in round two against the 76ers rims out and they lose that game in overtime he's catching a lot of heat and that's after like we didn't even know if he was coming back this
1: year like who knew what kind of health he was in what like state he would come back to the raptors in after taking a full year off with the spurs so it was like what a gamble what a risk and you know the biggest gambles have the biggest rewards and this one just so happened
0: to have it i can't imagine anything bigger so shouts to uh Future partner of ours, ours Mus- Masai Ujiri. We've We're going to work on your name, buddy. How to learn how to, we'll you know, get it. Pronounce his name. Um, I'm telling you, Masai, we are available. Masai Media, Ujiri Media, whatever you want. MU Media, MWBKMU, BK. whatever you want. We will rename it for you, Masai Ujiri. I like how
1: you you have integrity here. You're, you're wanting to just
0: give it I all I'll give up. you literally anything. You'll risk it all, huh? I uh, yes. Um okay, let's talk Steph had 21 last night. I mean and and had to carry everything. They were running double teams at him pretty much the entire third and fourth quarter. Yeah, that was the thing that I thought was the most interesting was how how
1: because of the the diminished roster for Golden State, how the Raptors guarded Steph, and they were throwing doubles at him, and they he were chipping felt, him on on. He probably picks. felt like he was back at Davidson. I mean, he was getting waxed.
0: Like they were very physical with yeah. him. Yeah, uh, he ended up with twenty one. Clay uh, went out with like two and a half minutes left in the yeah, third quarter, twenty two or something, and, and he came back and shoot those free throws. But he was done. Thirty points on eight for twelve shooting. So he was fucking filling it up. <laughs> I mean, if he stays healthy, they're gonna win that game. Last I think night. so too. It's tragedy. It is just a, it sucks. Uh, you talked about Draymond filling up the the, the, uh, the statue. Good God, that man filled it up. Hey, we should talk about Lisa mattresses. Let's do it. We love our Lisa mattresses. Brad and I both sleep on the luxury Sapira by Lisa mattress. It's wonderful. It's an amazing mattress. It's a hybrid of uh, foam and traditional springs. It gives you edge-to-edge support. This is a great mattress. 33,000. That's the number of mattresses that Lisa has donated to charities. The work in uh, causes like foster care prevention. They donate one mattress for every 10 they sell. And like I always say, that's 33,000 Americans. They're sleeping on a mattress that otherwise wouldn't be. That's pretty awesome. They're made in the USA. They've got shipping. Uh, it's free shipping. They've got setup available. They have financing available. There's no excuse not to check out lisa.com slash BDC. Save 15% off a mattress right now. Don't don't go to a mattress shop don't borrow your buddy's truck. Don't lug it up the stairs. Just go to lisa.com/slash BDC. Save 15% off. You get a 100-night risk-free trial. Risk, wow. Risk-free trial. I'm not on top of my game. Anyway, shouts to Lisa. We love it. Uh, let's talk about the others last night because Kawhi, as I mentioned, only had 22, which is also, it didn't feel like he had 12. No, he it looked like he, he just gets, didn't gets it? buckets. Um, but. Lowry had 26 after going for 20. He's in the first not an there. He's an all-star. But this pa- is this is a team of one guy and 14 others and one but other and a half. Then Lowry's yeah. above the others and Siakam is is a, a work in progress. Siakam has a higher ceiling than Lowry ever had. No. Come on. Kyle Lowry is an undersized dude. He may have been an all-star in the East, but Kyle Lowry would have never been on an all-star team in the West. You don't think so, huh? No, uh, he's but very good. He's a champion now. And, and he was pretty defiant last night. He was the best player on their team last night. He was, and he, I think he told the haters off. But that being said... He's taken a lot of criticism in his career, but they did it, and, and he deserves a lot of credit. Uh, credit. The other thing is, if Draymond doesn't get a finger on that last shot, maybe he hits a dramatic game-winning you know, walk-off three-pointer in Game 5. Um, but as it was, he came out and and like and we talked about earlier the way he set the tone he came out aggressive he was knocking down threes from all over the court it was just it you you have to feel good for kyle lowry kyle lowry's bounced around it's a good story like he
1: was the one he was the the person who was pointed at the most when they kind of got that reputation for being soft and not being able to compete in the, the big moment and he came out in a game clinching nba finals and was the leader of this squad uh the uh, do you want to guess how many seasons he's been in the NBA? Ooh, it's been a long time. Did, where did he come from? Uh, Villanova? Who knows? I, I can't remember. It was
0: like two thousand five or something, two thousand four when he came this out. Is right? His, he's played fourteen years in the league. His first year was 06, 07. Jeez. Uh, where did he go to college? I don't know why I can't see this. There was
1: a bunch of guards that were just like him that came out around that same time, if I remember correctly,
0: that were like Nova, and they came out of like. Uh, this is a really good rating. I mean, he's six foot one, one ninety six. This, this is a this is an undersized guy who has learned how to do every crafty thing that you. He's need. got Charles Barkley ass though. Like he he plays bigger than that. He only played 10, ten games his rookie season. Yeah, he played seven years. Uh, he In started Houston. with Memphis for hmm. two years, then went to Toronto for half a year. T.O.T., I guess that no, I don't know what T.O.T. Oh, that's total. total. Okay, sorry, I'm on Basketball Reference. I apologize. Memphis for. It's confusing on that website. Shipped to Houston, and now he's been with Toronto for in seven Houston, years. In Houston, he had some weird shit happen where he was like
1: sick with like a blood disease or something, wasn't he? I don't recall. I remember him being like, his health was very much in question when they sent him to Toronto. Um, and yeah, yeah he he's played, just been his, great
0: since he got there. In the four years he was with, or five years he was with Houston, he played 28 games, 68 games, 75 games, 47 and 68. He had a couple of really good seasons, though. Well, yeah, 47 and 28. And then in between it was 68 and 75 so yeah maybe they they shipped him out but yeah he only averaged the best it's just it's a crazy career and, and it's this is a guy who deserves a lot of credit his first seven years in the league the most points he only ever he ever or his first eight years in the league the most points he had averaged in a season was 14. he did and good then in Nova. since then he's gone 18 18 21 22 16 he only got 14 this year because he took a back seat to Kawhi. but um Big shouts to him. Yeah, he did go to. Does it say where he was drafted? Uh, you mean what position? Yeah, what what pick he was?
1: Lowry selected by the Memphis Grizzlies with the twenty fourth overall pick of the two thousand six NBA draft.
0: Like I said, this guy is not a prototypical point guard, and uh, he deserves all the credit. He balled out last night. Another guy who balled out, uh, Van Fleet. Who He's this a uh, fucking king? He has got some giant nuts. The shots he was he is he's <laughs> stepping into. This guy lost had lost a tooth, had several teeth chipped. He's wearing a giant Band-Aid. half like, his damn mouth fell out. Yeah, he's wearing a giant bandaid under his eye like Nelly and he's just stepping into threes. This is a guy who was undrafted. Did but, you see the you didn't see any of the interviews at the end? Like on the on-court
1: interview they interviewed him. I saw him, him on court. Yeah. And he at the end he shouted out some place that was like I don't know, like a cornfield in Missouri. Like I don't even know what he like said Furman or something. I didn't even yeah, know anything about Yeah, nobody knows what he did. It's like what where where is that dude? It was remarkable. Because he.
0: what did he go to? Uh, North, Wichita. Wichita State, yeah. Um, undrafted out of Wichita State and just balling out of control. I don't know what his free agent – I mean, if you just look at the pieces here, Lowry was, was – you know, the, the Rockets gave up on Lowry. Van Fleet was undrafted. Uh, Siakam was a guy who nobody knew about who went for 26 last night. And ten for twenty seven or ten for seventeen from the field. Three for six from three. He was I mean, incredible. He's balling ten out. Of control. He he won them. He was the best player in game one. He was the best player in game six. Uh, mm. Statistically, anyway, I'll just say that he was the most efficient. I mean, he's playing crazy. Uh, another guy who played great, Serge Ibaka, fifteen points on seven for twelve from the field. So check this out. And it out. just feels like every every shot he takes is a layup or a dunk.
1: Danny Green was a plus seven. Mm-hmm. He took no shots. He took zero shots. Did he got a free time. throw. No, no shots. Zero no point points. Plus no attempted. He did not make a shooting motion last night, except for in warm-ups. Shots to Danny Green. That's crazy, man. He had three assists. Uh, he made a terrible turnover yeah. at the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, Dre was coming to like club him like they wanted to foul, and for some reason he like rushed past it. He should have just let him foul him.
0: You think they were coming to foul? I don't know. Oh, you don't know? They had him trapped in the perfect spot. That's... The one thing that Mark Jackson said that made sense last night. <laughs> he said uh, a lot of dumb shit, doesn't he? Because he caught the ball just just over, like in the corner, just over the half court. Uh, Speaking line, of what which ifs. Which is the worst place to catch and be trapped. So I don't think they were going to fail. What if Mark Jackson was still coaching the Golden State Warriors? But that, he would have been fired. By <laughs> Here's a what if for you. Mm-hmm. What if Steve Kerr, who's been there five years and been to five, fi- five finals, mm-hmm. has enough rings already i think he's got between player and coach rings like yeah. a million yeah i mean I, he got does I, he have the most of all time you think no i mean i guess phil's got like 12 he's got 11 and bill russell has 11 himself too. yeah but only as a player right he was a player coach for a couple of those i think okay. i don't know if he gets two rings that's a good question that would be i don't know the answer to that um the answer is no i may be wrong about that i know he was the coach of the celtics afterwards but anyway um yeah, Phil wrote a book called Eleven Rings. He's such a fucking prick. Sociopath. <laughs> but so, no, Steve Kerr's not quite there, but I don't, I don't know. How many did Steve Kerr have as a player? Can you find that for me, Brad? I'm on it. I know he had... I I, I don't know if he got three with the Bulls. He got one with the Spurs. Uh, or maybe even two. Anyway, what if he leaves? He's had back. He's had back issues before. He could go run for president. I don't know. That's a bit of an exaggeration, but... <laughs> maybe I, steve not kurt really could be president His he might have
1: was, enough twitter followers to compete with trump
0: yeah i mean he's he's been <laughs> outwardly political I, I mean i don't think that a run for president is likely but would you be shocked if tomorrow steve kurt uh resigned and said i'm running for governor of california i won it and i think he'd have a good chance to win he's uh he's a smart guy whatever but if he leaves now the end of this and clay doesn't play for the half of the year and KD is either out or not with the team, all of a sudden, the Warriors don't look very scary anymore. Steph has been amazing, but he's also a guy who's probably past his peak or at his peak right now. Who is that? You said Steph? Steph. Moving forward, it's probably downhill for a guy who's undersized. And, I mean, granted, the NBA is so wide open right now. If if Steph played in the 80s, he wouldn't have played because he would just been smashed around so often. And the way the game the game is right now, it's wide open. But you have to wonder if this is, you know, what happens now. Um, Kerr got five as a player, five as a player. Now he's got three as a coach. Three with Chicago,
1: two with Santonio. San
0: yeah. Well, shouts to Steve Kerr. You got to feel good for Lowry. You got to feel good for Canada. People were very excited last night. What did you think of the scene at Jurassic Park? They, it was wild in there, man. Uh, I wonder how that city looks right now.
1: I bet you there is. Turned over cars and dumpsters on fire and all sorts of shit.
0: I don't know. The Canadians are so nice. They seem. They un- really are they a very seem pleasant unlikely bunch. To, uh, Seem unlikely to just riot. Although I'm, they probably boisterously. I think they've done this before. They probably they boisterously walked around and picked anyway. up trash
1: and threw it away, and then went. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's right. They're just like shooting,
0: shooting free throws just with yelling old at beer each cans. other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just whistling and skipping around. around. Oh, good shot! Oh, nice one there! Nice job, a. Eh? Uh, Boogie played well last night. He had uh 12 points in 19 minutes. He was a minus two, but yeah,
1: he just gets abused on a defensive end. It's just not like it's just so it's almost unpleasant to watch him play right now. Yeah, and it, they were going it, He just at needs to get his feet back under him. I wonder what Boogie's going to do next year.
0: God, there's so much to there's so much unknown. I well, won't go that's there. True, Boogie's free agent. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, not an inspiring night for the others for Golden State but at the same time these dudes are being asked to play roles that they that they haven't been asked to play all season and really aren't capable of playing Sean Livingston played 16 minutes I think he he may retire today who knows he's old uh, Quinn Cook although Livingston did make a couple plays in the fourth quarter Quinn Cook played 13 minutes and was minus 16 which yes. is hard to do one he, he only went one for three from the field but uh, two points and a minus 16. He was the opposite he didn't have of Lowry. turnovers. Yeah, it, weird. That's, uh, plus and minus can be strange, but um, Cousins played 19. You know McKinney what's kind of interesting 10. to think about?
1: Uh, Cousins. So Durant watched Cousins recover from an Achilles tear for the entire year under this Golden State medical staff. I wonder like what his perspe- perspective is or perception is of that staff and if that could have any role in him resigning because he liked how they rehabbed him and took care of him. I mean, it's got to have a big thing. Don't you think that could possibly
0: sw- sway where he decides to go? Either that or he says, these fucking guys they really fucked this they up. They fucked me and I'm out and they might all be fired today. Who? This all of the training Warriors, staff doctors cuz everybody's
1: basically destroyed like their whole- At
0: least the team doctor like has got to be fired today. I
1: don't think so man. Like how are you supposed to predict this if shit? If
0: not you've got to just send a message to free agents and to Kevin Durant. Like I, this guy fucked you. We're going to bring <laughs> it. This is this is uh San Francisco, Oakland, what uh, you know, the Bay Area. Th- there's got to be some of the best specialists and best doctors in the world Okay, there. let me paint a picture for
1: you. Your patient is a guy who tore his ACL and was carried off the court and he found out that if he didn't come back to shoot free throws that he might not play later that night. No, so I'm not, he I'm not talking he about drug his broke his leg back on the court and shot two free throws with the expectation that he was coming back. That's why he did that was so that he could come right. back. He, that guy, clay is incredible. No, I'm I am not I, talking I about mean, clay though. I mean, clay's, an, you clay's have to a put monster. a saddle on him and like, he's like a buck in Bronco. You're not stopping him.
0: He's the toughest.
1: He is the tough. I mean, the craziest
0: thing is he missed what game three and well, they must've had to like tie weights around his feet. And, and like he came back in game to a four wall. looking like a million bucks. Right? Like this dude is, uh, I'm sure he was taking shots and doing all sorts of stuff. He's he's a real uh, a monster. It's out the funniest there. And part is that he had, he expected to come back. Like that's why he shot the free throws. He had, he anticipated oh, yeah. he, going he, he out and wanted, coming back in. That's he, hell- they were that's mad incredible. when Boogie got the intentional foul. Did you see that? Yeah, so, yeah. They're running back on defense, which obviously was the right thing to do to stop play so that
1: Clay could come out. You yeah, mean. yeah. And everybody was like, "What are you doing?" And uh, like Clay's like dragging his leg down the court and kind of
0: hopping. Yeah. Uh, but I I mean I'm talking about the doctors should be fired for KD kd i mean i don't know if kd should have played or not and maybe he was medically totally perfect but probably not and you got to fire it like how much do you pay your your team doctor i mean a couple he, hundred grand a year he kevin held him durant out for like six weeks right you're gonna pay kevin durant 40 million dollars by the end of this contract you fire him and you bring in somebody else it's every single day for
1: five or six weeks people are like why isn't kd playing why isn't he playing why isn't he playing he's just got a sprained calf that's not such a big deal and like, every time the doctor's like, you cannot play, you will hurt yourself. And finally, like, the pressure mounted and mounted and mounted. I'm sure KD knew what the risks were. Like, I'm positive of that. He doesn't go out there without knowing everything.
0: He they, Like, they had to have made I, I this want case to, to him. I don't want to play the blame game. I don't, I don't either, don't, but I don't but think but the doctors are to blame for this. I don't think they are either. I also know that if I'm running the organization, I fire the doctor. That's dumb. Because it's just the easiest thing to do. You can replace that guy. Yeah. Or, well, you ask Kevin Durant, do you want me to fire the doctor? That's really what you do. Kevin, do you want a new doctor? And if he says, no, I trust this guy, it was no big deal, it's nobody's fault, then you keep him. Not me. If Kevin says, yes, get rid of this fucking guy, then that dude, I've got his locker cleared out, and he he can get the fuck out.
1: If Kevin comes to me expressly and asks for
0: him to be fired, then he's fired. But I'm not no, going do to him to you ask can. him. Kevin Durant's the biggest free agent available you go you you rub his taint and you say do you, who what do you want we'll do no, anything you want
1: no you have to maintain some level of autonomy like you have to
0: have players and runners of the organization We're really going at each other today but you're just wrong about this interesting you just have to like think about the roi the 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 level oh, of I value understand. that Kevin Durant brings to your organization, it's a thousand t- a thousand percent. I think you're a shitty organization if you ask him for his opinion as opposed to making your own
1: organizational decisions. I think that if you put it on him as opposed to putting it on the person who is actually a decision maker and that is their job, then you are a shitty organization. But if you
0: ask Kevin Durant and he and asking him yeah. and doing what he wants makes him one percent more likely to sign with you, then it's worth it. True. But I think it's a bad move. Well, I think it looks bad. I think it's a bad look on you. Masai Ujiri, if you come run our company, you could be the, the tiebreaker on this situation. That's true. And he actually knows,
1: actually, like yeah. has a real opinion. Well,
0: if anybody knows Masai, we'd love to have him on the podcast too <laughs> and, and and make this pitch uh, live on the air. Okay, we'll end this podcast just how we end every podcast. Let's talk about Drake. Again, not in Oakland, and I, I think this is fucking pathetic. You do? Yes, do you know any of the reasoning behind why he wasn't there though? No, but I, there isn't any reason. Let's let's unless Google why has, wasn't
1: Drake at the finals.
0: Find out unless he has unless his mother is on her deathbed, there is no excuse for him not being at all of these games, especially Game Six when they got a chance to close the damn thing out. And I, I, they kept cutting to Jurassic Park, and I think Drake was like on stage there, so he's watching the game in public. He needs to be in Oakland. I'm disappointed in Drake. This was Drake's opportunity to rush the stage and go hold up the Larry O'Brien trophy. You know he would have gotten a photo with that. He will a week from now, but it won't be nearly as good. He's going to be a part of the parade, I'm sure. I just don't understand it. This headline is amazing.
1: Smash Mouth warns Drake ahead of NBA Finals. This ain't going to fly. Is they talking about Smash Mouth
0: from, like from yeah, 1995? Yeah, they're apparently from the Bay Area, and they've been <laughs> when they made the Finals, they've been talking a lot of <laughs> shit. Whoever runs Smash, Mouth, Smash Mouth's... Uh, Social media is good at it because about once a year they get some sort of headline <laughs> that reaches, and generally it's about sports.
1: Huh. No, there's no, there's no opinions on the uh, on the top ten results of my search. Why wasn't Drake at Oracle? Because there's no excuse for this behavior. Someone should
0: have at least a a, a theory. I just don't get it. Mm. I just don't get it. That's all I'm going to say. He probably
1: just wanted to frolic around the streets of Toronto and pick up trash after they won in a celebration. I just don't get that.
0: Why wouldn't you? Somebody call this hotline, 800-392-6344, 800-392. I bet Canada's got an opinion. I bet Canada knows why. Yeah, maybe somebody in Canada. I'd love to know. Somebody give me one good reason why in the world Drake wouldn't be sitting courtside. I mean, it's not that he can't pay for it. I just don't get it. Just don't get it, Drake.
1: All right. I guess that's it. Sorry. I was reading about Smash Mouth. This, a, this is a bad place to be.
0: Yeah, don't don't get in that wormhole. <laughs> this uh, has been a lot of fun. Basketball's over. It's kind of sad. I miss it already. But, as we mentioned, uh, we'll we be got back. the draft next week. We got the draft on Thursday. We'll be back on Monday to, to start talking about what the future holds for these teams. We got
1: some College World Series coming from Titan High. We
0: got the College World Series, which rolls on this weekend and we will be... I guess that's a two weekend thing, or it goes through the weekend. They play two games. I think it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday,
1: and then Tuesday they have one game, Wednesday one game, and then like it, it keeps on going. Something like that, is that right? I think it was something like that. Me and Garza looked at it last night, but we were drinking jumbo margaritas. It's it's a little hazy.
0: Oh, where, where were you drinking jumbos?
1: Matty's uh, out in Lakeway. We odd, right? That's quite strange. We uh we listened to the backdoor cover. Titan High episode on the way out there, and it was fun listening to Garza critique himself. Oh
0: well, yeah. Uh, Surprisingly self aware for someone who doesn't seem so. Kicks off tomorrow, Saturday. Two games Saturday, two games Sunday, two games Monday, two games Tuesday, and then one, one Wednesday, one Thursday, one Friday, or two Friday, and then Saturday. So then two games Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So this is going to go on for a while. Yes, it's eight teams, right? So we got, yeah, legit two weeks to... It's an eight-team tournament. I didn't know they've really spread it out this much. Yeah, it's always double elimination. So uh should be a lot of fun.
1: It's probably hard to play more than two games because they only
0: play in one stadium, right? Yeah. So it's, it's probably 70th, hard to play more than two a day. Like, the baseball's not a quick thing. Yeah, they've played the College World Series for 70 years in Omaha, which is just wild. That is wild, isn't it? So we'll be watching that. We'll be talking about it. That should be fun. Uh, as we said, NBA draft. There's free agency's shit's going to kick off and go crazy right away. Vandy's the favorite to win the College World Series, and is going to have uh, his the, one of the coaches call in and do an interview with that's him. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. This is, your, this is your College World Series headquarters. Uh, I think that's it for uh, Game 6 Rapid Reaction. Give us some calls, especially from from Canada. 800-392-6344. 800-392-6344. I, to answer your question that Brad didn't ask but you're asking at home how do i feel as a spurs fan i don't know how i feel yet so we'll talk about are that are you feeling next week. hurt that i didn't ask you that no 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 th- cuz i wasn't thinking about you as There's a spurs fan several people fan. on twitter like how do you feel what's this mean and i i haven't i don't i haven't had time they're to process they're looking for it. meaning in their life i'm looking for meaning yeah you're just searching 800-392-6344 Brad uh, tell the people about the buttercut and where they can follow you on the socials. You can find us at the
1: Buttercut podcast. We got a lot of good stuff going out right now. Um, us open right in the middle of it. Second rounds, just about to tee off. If it hasn't already, I think it starts in like 30 minutes right now. It's nine 15 AM central time. I think they kick tee off at nine 45, something like that. But yeah, we've got a lot of good content going up. A lot of good conversations happening. A lot of good engagement. We'd love for you to join us. Please do. Where can they find you? Micah.
0: Well, you should follow the show at Backdoor Cover Podcast. Brad okay. and I have been putting up all the content. All of it. We got good stuff there. Go check it out. Follow us on Instagram at Backdoor Cover Podcast. You can follow me at Michael Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R on both Twitter and Instagram. I may, uh, I'm going to Houston today. I might get a couple of uh, grams off. Guess what? What's up?
1: I'm going to Houston today,
0: too. Oh, shit. I'll see you there. Get a gram off. Yeah, I'm going to be out in the country, though. Okay. South I've, of Houston. I'll be in the city. Yeah. Shouts to uh, Bun B, Slim Thug, anybody else? Little Flip, Paul little Kiki, Paul Vall.
1: The crew. The screwed up click. I forgot about screwed up, chopped and screwed.
0: Yeah. Rest that shit piece, gave me a DJ's headache. Crew. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, makes me dizzy. All right, that's it. Basketball season's over. We're sad. This has been a production of MWBK Creative and Sales. We'll be back next week. Check out Mind of Micah. Check out 365 Things Austin podcast. Mm, bye-bye thanks for listening